what you're never gonna be Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy Bloody hands stain from the people who deceive me Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me People like sheep who feed hurt it easy You don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me Better stand tall, ready for a fight, believe me When they try the chains, you can say no, free me So he's been looking Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Geek Godly Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. William B. Morgan, and I have my best friend and the man who's been doing this with me for up to the years. Ladies and gentlemen, my man is Shaw. Shaw, what's up? Chillin', chillin'. How you doing? Good, sir. All right, all right, all right. Everything's going well. Waiting on everybody to get into the room. Um, Man, it's having some some computer issues. Um... John look like he, Ambrose look like he is logging in now. It's going to be guys night tonight as the ladies aren't feeling that well. Um, so hopefully ladies, Diamond, Janae, Kat, you're better soon. Hopefully we'll see you next week. Um, and in the meanwhile, though, we are here and we are here to bring you the best content content in the world of geek. Let me bring my man Ambrose in. Ambrose, how you doing? Yeah, we on. yeah we're on. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't know. All right. Yeah, yeah, we are on. All right. How's um, everybody doing? Chilling, chilling. Well, doing well. Doing well. Um, I was hoping, I was hoping Brandon be able, um, Andrew would be able to join us, but it looks like he's having computer issues. Uh, right. Hopefully, he can overcome those and join us. All right. So let's go ahead and get started with the debate. I'll see you in the chat, Brandon. How you doing, man? Um. Well, let's go ahead and get started. <clears throat> now that we were going through uh, a gaming debate on um, which which was better, are we looking at the Spider-Man games, or do you think the Batman games are better? And I'll go ahead and start with you, Ambrose. Which series do you think is better? Um, this is a real. I've been thinking about this all day. As as you guys know in the chat, I I just started playing the Spider-Man games. Uh, I've been playing Miles Morales because I got it free on PlayStation Plus. And I feel like it's the same type of game. And without the Batman game, you wouldn't have the Spider-Man game. Um, So I'd have to say gameplay-wise and for how it's contributed to how games are played, I'd say Batman. But story-wise... Spider-Man blows Batman away because every single story in every Batman game was the same. And Spider-Man changes it up. Like the first game was the Sinister Six. This game with Miles Morales is Roxon versus the um, Tinkerer. And I believe the villain in Spider-Man 2 is going to be Venom? Yeah, Venom, Kraven, and others that we'll see. So, So they're mixing it up and it's more fun. Every single Batman game, it was the Joker. And then in the last one, it was like, oh, cool, Black Mask is the villain in this one. And then it was like, psych, not Black Mask, Joker, dressed like Black Mask. And you're like, come on, man. <laughs> That's not cool. That's not cool, Bats. That, so I'd say um, Batman does definitely hold a spot for the gameplay and introducing that type of gameplay because it is very similar. And I think you can't have one without. I can't. I don't think you have the Spider-Man as we know it without Batman doing it first. But story-wise, yeah, Spider-Man blows it away. So, what do you think? 
Well, to kind of piggyback off of what you said, true story-wise, Spider-Man is definitely a better cinematic like story, but the Arkham games were an experience. Like you got to be Batman, you know, you got to do all these things as Batman. Like you like it was just Spider-Man games are more of a story being told to you. You get to be Spider-Man and all that, but the experience during that time period of playing those Batman games is something that's kind of unmatched, you know what I mean? And something very different. That That is kind of true. You are more immersed in Batman. Like, you actually are Bruce Wayne, whereas you feel like you're watching, even though you're playing, you're watching Peter Parker go through something in the Spider-Man games. Yeah, so I mean, I can't choose one or the other because, like, the Batman games still hold up. And the Spider-Man games are more recent. You know, probably the most anticipated game this year is going to be Spider-Man 2. So, I mean, true cat. Uh, for me, true. I can't choose one or the other. Because, like, even today, you could you would still want to replay those Arkham games. That's true, cat. That's Dude, so cool. I, yeah. have Arkham, I have the Arkham games that came out for the Wii U. And I keep my Wii U plugged into my TV specifically for those games because they're great games. Let me see here. Do we consider Spider-Man Web of Shadows in this? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I played that game. I do and I don't because Spider-Man Web of Shadows was kind of divisive. I liked it, but a lot of people didn't. And it's not like the Spider-Man games as we know them. I liked it too. Yeah, like the directionals were really kind of weird and hard to get used to, but if you got used to them, it was a really good game. But a lot of people gave up before they could get used to the directionals and the controls. In both games, it immerses you into playing as your favorite hero. Um, and that's the thing that was very impressive to me because Spidey, you was out there swinging around on your web, doing web slinging from building to building, and that mechanic got better as the games went on. But then with the Batman series, you were immersed as Batman. Um, you're riding all the vehicles. You got the grappling guns. You got, you're able to um, actually fight like Batman with the controls. It's tough to pick because both games immersed you within the things that made that character the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what made it so tough. Um, but I was switching between suits for first of its kind. Yes, that is correct. That is correct. Um, both the tough either way. If gun to head. Um, I would have to go with the Spider-Man game and the head. But you know, if anyone picked Batman, I ain't complaining because those Batman games were also great. They're great. Uh, one more thing I'll say about the Spider-Man games, at least as I'm experiencing it now, the Spider-Man games are a little bit more player-friendly. The Batman games, there were some levels where I wanted to put my controller through the TV. Like it was like <laughs> how it was like, oh my god, what sadistic, what sadistic being came up with this level, and why did he put it in the game? <laughs> so it, it was it was it was some parts of the game were hard and not in a fun way it was like oh, god i'm replaying this game i forgot about this level Killer Croc. <laughs> yeah Killer Croc, Mr. Freeze. yeah this guy crawl levels in arkham i say yeah that was tough yeah very much so um but that, that's this is a conversation we just we can just have for weeks 
um, because of the fact both games really um, had you into, really pulled you in as that particular character. Um, <laughs> and that's why it's tough. I picked the Spidey, I picked the Spider-Man games. Like I said, if you pick Batman, I don't have a problem with you because the Batman series were, were just fantastic. So yeah. you really can't go wrong either way. I mean, I kind of drew comparison when I was thinking about it today to like the beat 'em up games, and it's kind of like comparing the Ninja Turtles arcade game to the Avengers arcade game. Like it's the same gameplay, but there are like little differences. Yeah, but I gotta go. The only thing about that Avengers beat 'em up, it was it was good, but it was dated. And Hawkeye was useless. Yeah. Yeah, it was dated. That's the only thing that really made me upset about those Avengers, that Avenger game. That it was, it was good, but it was, it, it, it was really, you know, sort of kind of dated. Shaw, did you ever play that Avengers beat 'em up in arcade? Um, it's vaguely familiar, but I don't think so. If you played the Simpsons beat 'em up, you played the Avengers beat 'em up. Yep. yep. Yeah, I don't think so. Though. Yeah. But that was a great that was a great game and and, that, and the turtles um followed that up with the same mechanic. I just thought it was better because it, it wasn't as outdated and it can and it controls yeah. were better. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and move on. Um so you two have the Batman games and I have the Spider-Man games. Okay. Yeah. So we'll leave it at that for now. If you guys have anything that you want to say out there, um let me know here in the comments. I'll gladly put, put that up on the screen so everyone can read it. Well, according mm. to our social media director, also, she says that five out of seven people in the poll were going for the Arkham series. Okay. She put that up a couple minutes ago. Okay. You got a message right there. Who, me? Yeah. Ambrose, you better not be hitting the Simpson arcade game. <laughs> hey, I'm on cloud nine, baby. <laughs> I got all my infinity stones. I just missed diamond. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll have, hopefully we'll have um, our three ladies come back with us next week as they rest and recover. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and move on to the lineup real quick. Um, I believe we're going to talk about Loki. Yes, sir. First episode of season two. We got some time travel stuff. We got some <coughs> more time travel stuff. What'd you guys think of the episode? Uh, you guys have at it because I have not seen. I haven't even seen Loki season one, so you guys can give your opinions. I don't have a dog in this fight. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen this episode yet. I'm gonna check it out. I it clearly didn't hit my mind. But um, I will definitely check it out. But I'm looking forward to seeing it for sure. Um, as we pick up from last from last well, season, last season's Loki was good. Well, this this is the problem with a lot of the MCU content, and why I've been calling for a, at least a soft reboot is because to understand Loki, I have to go back and watch a bunch of stuff I haven't watched before. No, you don't. Oh, really? No, you don't. Because that's why I didn't get Wonder Wandavision. So I just assumed Loki would be the same way. No, you don't. Okay. Then I'll then I'll watch it. Uh, I just figured like Wandavision because I didn't understand what was going on in Wandavision. Everyone was like, "Cause you didn't see this, this, and this." Right. And I I just thought all the shows were like that. What's up, David? How I mean, you doing, bro? 
MC of oh, my day. Can't does kind of explain everything in the past, and it like you get all the history up in the show anyway. Yeah. Real quick, I was like, "What's up, David? Host of MC Mondays. You can catch that Monday, eight thirty Central, eight thirty PM Central Time, over on Geek News Now. Also, Cantina Happy Hour. Um, you can catch him over there too. Him and Debbie bringing you all the MCU and all the Star Wars action over on Geek News Now. Let me go ahead and bring my man Ando in. Ando, what's up? Hey, 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 hey what's going on, boys? Sorry about the delay with that. Yeah, no problem, man. How you doing, man? Ah, you know what? It's considering today's been kind of a rough day, and then the computer stuff. We'll just, you know, today today is just a kind of type of day today, man. Just pour yourself a drink and just wait for tomorrow, man. Yeah. There you go. Tomorrow, That's all you can my do. Day off, man. I'm catching up on everything tomorrow, so. There you go. Um, <laughs> Loki is pretty standalone. Um, there are several Marvel movies I haven't watched yet. Um, <sighs> all right, I assumed wrong. Yeah, I'll give I'll give the season one a watch, then I'll catch yeah. up on season two. Oh yeah, definitely watch season one. You you will love season one. I, I love season one. Mm-hmm. Um, I really did. So, yep. <clears throat> all right, let's go ahead and move on. Um, what's next up on the docket, my friend? All right, so here's something kind of stupid. There are rumors picking up around Taylor Swift playing the pop star X Men character Dazzler because she was seen in a picture with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman at a Kansas City Chief game. What are y'all thoughts? Um, from what I understand, that's a relationship between Kelsey and. Yeah, so it happened this Sunday night. The Jets played the Chiefs in yeah. New York. Um, and Taylor Swift was in one of the box suites with Blake Lively, who is married to Ryan Reynolds, who is making a movie with Hugh Jackman. So <clears throat> I would think that was pretty cool. I think Taylor physically. And the appearance, I think she fits Dazzler well. Dresses like her on stage. Exactly. Like she looks so, exactly like her. I, yep. You know what? If they can get her to play right, or even if it's just a cameo in Deadpool 3, I'm I'm not against the tryout on the actual movie like that. I mean, and like we're seeing in the comments, people are acting like this is a deal, break, deal breaker. I mean, the Dazzler is such a mundane character anyway it's not like the dazzler is going to have any effect on the plot of a deadpool movie it'll probably be a throwaway joke or like a 15 minute sequence it's not going to really it's not going to have any positive or negative effect so i honestly really don't care um if she's in it she looks the part and if she's not okay like Let's just say it's a way for Ryan Reynolds to make fun of the relationship between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. It's a moneymaker there. It's a way to bring girls into the movie. Uh, yeah. I I don't think the world will ever see a phenomenal like this again. She's like bigger oh than... Oh my the... god, it's Taylor Swift she... in a movie. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, no, there, well, was, there was well, Beatlemania... And that has nothing on this. So I'm going to say it like this. If Ryan Reynolds puts Taylor Swift as Dazzler and they do not appear at a Taylor Swift concert, that is a missed opportunity. <laughs> I agree. Dazzler at, Taylor Swift as Dazzler at a Taylor Swift concert. And that's exactly the something Ryan, that would be Ryan, in a Deadpool movie. If you're movie. listening to this, you need to put that in the movie. Taylor Swift as Dazzler at a Taylor Swift concert. I want my royalty check. 
<laughs> I agree. I do agree. Anybody else want to comment on that? All right, there's nothing else. Go ahead. Let's move on to the next. Well, thing. Dave, that's because Melissa McCarthy is the devil incarnate, and she has no business walking this earth with us. And Damn. <laughs> that's rough. That is rough. What's the next thing on the docket, y'all? All right, picture number two. The moment. Yeah, y'all. Yes, yes. Yep. Oh my God, I've been having such a bad year. I need this. Can it come yeah, now? So coming back I'm, now? I'm a, nah, man, you gotta wait. You gotta wait. I think it's like November they said that it was coming back. I think at this point right now, McDonald's should just announce that every November, November to January, like 15th, the McRib is back. Get yours for, during that two-month period of time. No, last year was its last year was its final year too, Cat. They do they, it all the time. Yeah, they say it every year. That's what they said every year. It's like, okay, this is the last time you can get a McRib, and then there's so much fanfare, you know, so much fanfare about it that it's like, all right, guys, calm down. We'll bring the McRib back, but this is the last year. That's it. Oh, you guys want it back again? Okay, but seriously, seriously, it's, guys, this yeah, is it's the a, last time. It's We're a, a running joint. It's a running joke. Chicken nuggets. Um, the thing about the McRib and Ando, why they can't really say it's going to come back every November is because sometimes it doesn't happen in November. Pork is expensive and McDonald's only brings the McRib back when pork is the pork market is at the lowest it'll go for the year. Mm -hmm. That's why occasionally it'll be in January. Sometimes it'll be in the summer. Whenever pork is cheap is when McDonald's puts it out. Yeah. So... Yeah, uh, they can't. I mean, it would be nice if they just designated it every year, but it's it. Uh, unfortunately, you have to play the market. I wish they would do it like a Christmas time because it seems like it comes out during the holiday season every year. So, well, yeah, probably because people are buying turkey, chicken, and like you know, traditional Thanksgiving and Christmas food. So pork I would goes down. For Thanksgiving, if it were cheap enough. I'd eat the McRib every day of the year and gain the 400 pounds that I deserve. Because <laughs> McDonald's, can you make a breakfast McRib without eggs? Just make the McRib available all day. It's a 24-hour 24 24-hour 24 item. And bring back the McRib hot sauce. Uh, you can keep that, sir. I, w I will <laughs> gladly let you have that. The McRib hot sauce was awesome, man. Nope, not this guy. <laughs> this is the guy who tried the KFC hot wings today and was like, ooh, that's got a little bit of a kick to it. Oh my God! What are you, Mormon? <laughs> I'm white. I don't Damn. Mormon. Like how, dude, if you put me on hot ones, I'd probably quit after the third sauce. Man. <laughs> I'd be I'm, I'm bad with spice, man. No, it would be like it'd be like that scene in Dirty Work where like Norm Macdonald eats the cookie and he's breaking out in the hives and like hallucinating and like Artie Lang is like takes a little nibble. He's like, I feel a slight itch. Yep. Damn. <laughs> I'm sweating after the first one. Brandon, that's normal Tabasco sauce. Don't care. Don't care. Oh my God, it's in my eyes. It's a marketing gimmick. They tell you it's the last year's there, so a whole bunch of them will bring it back next year. This is true. Dude, I've been having yeah, this I mean, since it's, I was six years old, man. It's like I grew up in New, in New York City, an area surrounding New York City, and, you know, it's like that store that was going out of business for 18 years. Everything must go. <laughs> you know, it's like you, you walk – I don't know if they still do that anymore because everything's been bought up, but you walk into some neighborhoods and it was like 
oh yeah, like they should just change the name of the store to going out of business. <laughs> Everything must go. That's the name of the business. Everything must go. All right, guys, real quick before we continue with the show, uh, I'm gonna let you every I'm gonna let everybody know that this show is brought to you back is brought to you by the Padme Hercules Mecca speaker. I forgot a picture of that bad boy. What? Yep. That is a Bluetooth speaker. I'm gonna get two of them. Oh man, I want one. It looks like battery's get, not included. I'm gonna get two of them. I'm gonna make them go at it. But what? you guys can check down the link below. Padmatetech.com. Padmate slash tech.com. Head over there, get your hands Why on this the thing. Name yeah. is so long. You could have just called it the Hercules Mecha speaker. Yeah. Why did you have to put Padmate in front of it? Like when you said Padmate, I'm like, oh cool, Star Wars speaker. This mm-hmm. has nothing to do with Star Wars. No. Um, but it's a it's a damn good speaker. It looks good. I like it. I'm gonna get me two of them. They're currently going for $69.99 right now. Um, three day assembly, you do it yourself. It's Bluetooth 5.0. So definitely check it out. Padme Hercules Mecha Speaker. Check it out. Padmate slash tech.com. Link is down below, and it will also be on the video as well. All right, now that we got now that we got that out the way, let's go ahead and continue with the show. Shaw was next. Uh, Maurice Powell, do you not see the fake bones in the McRib? That is pork, sir. Yeah, it's chewable bones, man. All right, fish number four, five, and six. Four, five, and six. I got you. Give me a sec. Here's number four. Ooh, Marvel Spider-Man. You got to keep that one. What's up, Mo? Ultimate Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, and Spider-Man Unlimited are good. But nostalgic childhood tugs at the Spider-Man. What's up, Mo? I appreciate you, man. Welcome to the stream. Man, I got to go. I got to go with Ultimate Spider-Man is good. Spectacular was okay. Unlimited wasn't that long of a run. Um, So I I, got to go with Spider-Man from Fox. I really do. That that, that iconic song. Spider-Man. 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 Um, and I think I could be that. wrong. I think that was when Mark Hamill voiced him too. Um, Did Mark Hamill voice Spider Man? No, he voiced um the Hobgoblin in that. Yeah, he was Hobgoblin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but you got a lot of crossovers in that too. Um, you got Daredevil in that show. Mm-hmm. Kingpin was in that show. Kingpin Frank, was in it quite a bit. Quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Frank Castle Black, was in that show. You got what? Black. You got Black Cat in that show. What? I think that was pretty cool. Uh, so I gotta go with that one. Ultimate Spider-Man was good though. It'd be right there for me. It'd be, mm-hmm. not, it'd be number two for me. And then you're looking at Spectacular Spider-Man is my three. I, I like that limited. I like the storyline of it. It just ended too quick and never came back. I don't remember the two on the right. Um, I know they have decent runs. I remember the two on the left, but the one in the bottom left-hand corner, Marvel Spider-Man was. Yeah, I mean that pans down nostalgic for me. Yeah. I mean, there's something about the cartoons that were on Fox, the Marvel properties that were on that channel that just hit. Can we like, just agree that Fox yeah. Saturday morning cartoons kicked ass? I would have gone so far as to say the Saturday morning cartoons, the Marvel content definitely kicked ass. Oh, like. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do yeah. want to say this too, and and you and and somebody can correct me if I'm if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Wasn't it Tick? X Men yep. mm-hmm. and Spider Man. Those were the three that I yep. watched. Back yep. to back to back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. I thought so. And they've tried to bring Tick back 
twice, I believe. They've tried to give a live-action series twice. Yeah, or maybe they gave a live-action series once. And, no, um, they did the live-action twice, too, because they had the guy from... The waiter from uh, from Couples Retreat as the tick once. He didn't do a very good job. And then they had uh, Patrick Warburton do the other one. He did a good job. I thought he did a great job. Like, I mean, he he played it. But, I mean, just the way that tick is, you can't put – I don't think you can put that cartoon into a live-action show. Yeah, it's kind of like when they do a lot of animes into live-action. There's effects that you can't. Do yeah. I mean it's just there's feeling with that show that you can only do on cartoons. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. X Men, if you tried to do into a live action miniseries on like Netflix or Hulu, I don't think X Men works like that. X Men, I think, is built as a is a natural Saturday morning cartoon. Now, what they did with the early X Men movies, I think they did a good job with it. But if you did it as like a hey, we're gonna do a six or ten uh, you know miniseries on Netflix, I don't think it works. Right. Let's go to number. Let's go to our next picture here. My cat wants to say hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Salem, say hi. Hi. How you doing, Mo? Again, thanks for being thanks for coming to the stream, man. We appreciate you being here. All right. So, so you take the red pill, you get the powers of Scorpion and Sub Zero. Take the blue pill, you get the powers of the Red Ranger and the Green Ranger. So here's here's my argument on this, right? So I think everybody on this panel knows how much I love the Power Rangers. The problem with the Power Rangers is it's not really powers. It's the ability to morph. Yes. And I'm assuming then you would get their weapons and their zords. Yes. There's really not, I mean, and I hate saying this, but there's really nothing spectacular about it. Whereas Scorpion and Sub-Zero, if I'm having a bad day, I can use that Scorpion. Get over here. Get over here. Or I can freeze your mouth shut so you can't say anything. That being said, it kills me to say this. But I'm going to go with Scorpion and Sub-Zero. I mean, I'm going to make it a lot more simple. I'm going to take the red pill because the red pill doesn't even want to be associated with the Red Ranger. Exactly. And the and the blue pill is green. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's cool to be able to call the Dragon Sword whenever I want. But, I mean, I mean, they're not they're not powers. You get the ability to put on spandex and then you get to control a dinosaur, a remote control dinosaur. I could go to Smart what is it? Smarter Image or sharper image and grab a dinosaur with a remote control for cheaper i mean if i could just walk around just freezing people so they'd shut up that would be amazing shut your mouth shut your mouth shut your mouth <laughs> Ooh, a hot pig get over here oh <laughs> shit. My, my bad. you imagine cats on the evil side of the world anyway you imagine cat if she had the scorpion and sub-zero powers Oh, um, my goodness. I think she would tell Jason Momoa to get over here. I think she would. Don't I think she would. Get over here. Now. And bring your scepter. Shaw, <laughs> <laughs> so what you thinking, man? Who you taking? I got to go to Power Rangers because it's green and red. I mean. I got to say, the Green Ranger was really cool with the shield. Like, I mean, when they came out was. with him, it was, I mean. That shield separated him from everybody else. Right. That, that picture also kind of like, why does the Red Ranger look like she's he's leaning in and reprimanding the Green Ranger? Like that was it looks part when Green was evil because that's, like, that's the story of darkness. Like it looks like the Green Ranger did something wrong and he's really sorry, and Red Ranger is just giving him the business. <laughs> I have no idea. But yeah, it, it pains me to say, but I'm going to go Mortal Kombat because those are actual powers. 
Yeah, I'm going with Mortal Kombat too. Just to have those, just to have it's kind of weird, but just to have those powers, woof, would be freaking awesome. Yeah, I um, can't get I can't get past the blue pill being green. You're a liar. <laughs> let's move over to pit, let's move over to pit number six. <laughs> All right. It's up to you guys. You have to save three adult swim shows. What are we saving? Ooh. I'll go last on this one. I'm going Boondocks, Rick and Morty, and for nostalgia, Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Agreed. Agreed on that. Space Ghost was so good. Particularly, he interviews people and he starts playing with his power bands. You will do I mean, I was a huge fan of home movies, even when it was on UPN back in the day, before it was even uh, renewed, revived on Adult Swim. I I thought home movies was hilarious. So I'm probably the one person on this panel that will say home movies. Um, I love the Brack show. Aqua Teen, I would say, but it fell off after a while and got just really, really bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna it and I mean, I, I don't. It's a tough call oh, between what? I mean, it's a tough call. I'd go between Sea Lab, Birdman, or Space Ghost. And See, I Birdman, think Birdman would be my honorable mention. I think I'm going to go with Sea Lab, Home Movies, Sea Lab, and uh, Brack. So I'm the oddball out because I'm going to go Robot Chicken. I'm going to go Aqua Teen Hunger Force because those are the two that I watched religiously. Ando, and thanks for rapping. The only two, the only two that I've seen otherwise is Birdman and Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Um, I know Brax was on there, mm-hmm. and there's a scene that I absolutely love from the Space Ghost show where Brax is or the the Green Mutant guy is playing with the light switch, and he goes, "The first ghost well, Zorak." The second ghost will mess with your monitor. Hey there. And then Space Ghost is like, oh my god, and, and what's the third ghost going to do? The third ghost will mess with the light. So yeah, I guess in that case, my three is going to be Space Ghost Coast to Coast, Robot Chicken, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and then Birdman is my honorable mention. How come no one's ever thought about giving Space Ghost live action? I think Warner Brothers did, but then the Zaz bought took over the company and zazzed everything because he's yeah. always been pretty much a dc property particularly later on um think, the, he's always I been think, a DC property i think there's a screenplay floating around with space ghost in it but i think um i think ambrose should play space ghost oh i'd kill it as space ghost <laughs> i would wreck it as space ghost and i could be meatwad if there was an aquatine movie oh damn told me to get in the freezer he said there was a carnival in there wasn't there kind of us a damn frizzle? How frizzle burn on about telling me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not my fault that he listened to me. Hey. He's a dumb meatwad. Hey, I can be hey, I can be the black space ghost. And I'll be <laughs> just like your boy William Shatner from Star from uh, Star Trek as Captain Kirk. You will do this. You will do as I say, or yeah, I'll hit you with my repulsory. Will <laughs> you need to understand that I talk in weird sentences because John. Ambrose is the guy who lost my train of thought. I don't know where I was going. Space Ghost was awesome, man. I don't care what people. Space Ghost and Birdman were awesome. I don't care what people yeah. say. They were awesome, <laughs> man. They need to be respected. Come on now. 
Bring them back. I mean, hell, you had um. There was a, I think there was a Brave and the Bold episode when Space Ghost teamed up with Batman. Yeah. Yep. The Space Ghost episode where he just completely owns Jeff Foxworthy is one of the best talk shows. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. He's like, my show, we never do anything like this. Well, you know what the difference is between my show and your show, Jeff? My show's still on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Space Ghost is so awesome. Oh my goodness. Let's move with pick number seven. <laughs> you can only keep one James Earl Jones classic. Oh, That's we're talking tough. to a co-worker about this today. <clears throat> I am a huge coming to America fan, but I'll let Shaw take this one first. Um uh damn this one hard. Um he's your queen to be. I think I gotta go Star Wars. I think. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you have you have to break it down. Coming to America in the Sandlot are great movies, but that's not like maximum James Earl Jones. Like yeah, he's like in those movies for like five minutes. Yeah, he might have been but, that movie what twenty minutes total. And he was but, only in Sandlot for what one scene. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. And Lion King is good, but you know, Star Wars Star Wars is our iconic. You'd have to keep Star Wars. So let me ask you this, because I did ask I did ask one of my coworkers this question. I personally would vote Lion King myself. Does James Earl Jones make the character of Darth Vader that more intimidating, or is it the visual aspect that makes Darth Vader more menacing? No, Try his voice. Guess, his voice. I guess what I mean it's, is, is it's, the voice. Voice? It's, the voice. it's the voice. Pull up an interview and listen to David Prowse talk and imagine that voice being Darth Vader. Yeah, okay. it is the voice. He has a because the aesthetics of Darth Vader doesn't scare you. It's the voice and the intimidation tactics well, for Darth so Vader to scare I'm, you. I'm looking at it as like that first scene after the door opens up, the stormtroopers line up, and Vader's there. It's like Oh my God, that's the bad guy! Like, watch that same scene with someone else's voice. It doesn't work. And I, I mean, this is coming from an outside looking in. Um, like I said, I would vote. I would vote Lion King as my James Earl Jones. So, I got Star Wars myself. I get you where you're coming from, Lion King. Mm -hmm. I I just can't. I just can't look at the other two because he was in 20 minutes total on Coming to America. I mean, he was good. Don't get me wrong. Even even he was in the beginning and the end. Yeah, Yeah, he wasn't in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And Sandlot, I mean, because it was a one scene appearance, you can make any famous person take that spot and it's over. I mean, but seriously, pull up a David Prowse interview and imagine that being Darth Vader's voice. Because okay. that's the guy that played him physically. He talks like this. It's like, funny thing you should mention for this, Luke. Because uh, I you am one. And a, you are a liar and a traitor to the Republic or to the Empire. Take a whole lot. Okay. All right. Now, nah. you, you convinced me. <laughs> if that's how he talks, yeah, you convinced me. All right. Yeah. It, it, yeah of Star I gotta go Wars. Star Wars. Luke, I got I'm your father. All right. Speaking <laughs> of Star Wars, Luke, I right, talk about the Oh, last this next one. Yeah, this next one's good. Okay. What are we doing here? We'll talk about the last episode of Ahsoka. Oh, yeah, I saw the finale. I'm on four. It was all four. So I cannot speak on it. Oh, you're still on episode four? Yep, yep. Oh. I mean, 
do you care about the spoilers? I don't care. You want to ring that? Uh, you want to hit that little doot doot? Yeah, yeah, let me do that real button. quick for D. Graham will get mad at me. So D. Graham will come to my house and just like use the force on me. I can see him now that's coming to my house. William, you will use this. <laughs> if you don't, I will choke you out. Um, <laughs> first off, before I go, has anybody seen the finale? I yeah, have not, no. You did, Shaw? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, very div- it's very divided, the reception it's gotten. I thought it was a really good finale. I thought there were some things that were ridiculous. But I think it it's set up for either the movie or a season two. It better be season two. I don't want this to yeah. be the movie. Um, I think it's set up for a season two really nicely. Unfortunately, the Balin set up. We all know how that's going to go. Yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. So that was kind of. Right. I kind of just wish they. I kind of just wish they left that out and let us wonder, um, because you know there's not going to be a Balin, and if they replace. If they replace Ray Stevenson, it's just not going to take well. That's how good he did a job he did at the role. Um, but I'm interested in seeing what Sabine and uh, Ahsoka do. I'm interested in seeing if they get off the island, how they're going to contend with Shin, because Shin's still on there. Um, what is Ezra, what what's Ezra's role going to be now that he's back? Yes, and uh, that that's definitely a good one. And um, the one thing I found ridiculous though is like they really just fast forwarded the training process on Sabine. She went from barely being able to, you know, get her lightsaber when she was getting choked out, to being able to like force push Ezra onto a spaceship when he jumped off a cliff. Um, and it was like, come on, man. <laughs> Luke Skywalker couldn't even do that on his second day. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's like, I mean, but, you know, it's it, there's going to be all the sorts of things you can nitpick about Star Wars. Like I said, it's divided. Some people didn't like it. I'm not one of those people. I thought it was good, and I thought it was all about the setup, and that's how you have to watch the episode is it's all about the setup. Now, if that's how it ends, I'll change my mind. But I'm assuming there's going to be a season two, and that's why I liked it. Yeah, they better announce our season two soon. All right. What's the next day on the docket, y'all? Okay, let me look real quick. Uh, all right. So, recently, <coughs> a video where there was a um a, a four way fight between Azula, Toph, Katara, and, and Korra. And this dude was saying how Azula would win. And I'm like, no, Azula would definitely lose. My reasoning being, first, Katara has that whole thing from um, the Southern Raiders episode where she was, like, ready to kill a dude real quick. Toph is just Toph. You can't really say nothing bad against Toph. Toph would definitely be as well as ass. They never face each other one-on-one in, in, in the show. Is this uh, Avatar? Yes. Yes. And Korra, I mean, regardless if it's season one beginning Korra, season two end Korra, or at any point, she was a hardwood fighter. She mastered all four elements. She mastered the avatar state to a point where she could control that shit. So, I mean... Yeah, but didn't she get consistently beaten in her own show? 
I mean, like she was losing boxing matches. It's like you're the avatar. She, she was poisoned at the time, and she had PSD, so that's the only reason why that was the case. She was also really annoying. Eh. Like, I mean, I'm, I, I just, I, I watched the show, and it was like, oh my god, this is like, this is the worst lead character I've seen in a really long time. I would say only because of the love interest thingy that kind of. The love interest thing, and she constantly whined. It would be like, ah, I stubbed my toe. <laughs> like, oh, the soup is too hot. <laughs> it's like everything. Every episode, it's like, what is it now, Cora? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I've never been a bit. I, I, I've never been a fan of Cora either, to be honest. But it's all good. Whatever floats your boat. I mean, what were the other two choices? There was Toph. Yeah, Toph, yep. Katara, and um, Azula. I'd go with Toph because Toph, like Toph. Toph is just like Toph is just matter of fact. Like, okay, I don't like what you're saying. I'm just gonna beat you over the head with this rock that I found. <laughs> like, she'll just like exactly. she'll just yeah she'll just snuff you out, and she has like no conscience. All right. I do I do like Toph though. I do like Toph. She's tough. Yep. All right, what's the next day on the docket, my friend? All right, next up. They just released from Magic the Gathering an entire series of Doctor Who cards. What are your thoughts on that? Why? I'm not a fan of Doctor Who, so go ahead. Oh my god, I that back, that back room where those games are taking place is gonna smell so bad. <laughs> That's Why? gonna be like Hundreds of nerds who don't wear deodorant. <laughs> oh my god! I don't get that. That's like falling into the realm of this Fortnite stuff when you start bringing it's, other characters in. There are kind of like some things you can get across promotion in. Um, like I don't play Magic or watch Doctor Who, but I have friends that play Magic and friends that watch Doctor Who. And they are completely different demographics. Um, I could see magic being tied into something like D and D, or or something like that. But like that, it just seems like so out of place. It's like a vegan burger at Burger King. Like Damn. I know it's still there, but it's like why? Damn, why is it still there? Why are you doing this to me? I don't want an Impossible Whopper. <laughs> it is kind of weird though yeah. <clears throat> All right, I haven't played Magic up. the Gathering in like 10 years so. I mean the thing yeah, is the thing is too I don't think those... do, but Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't do stuff like that neither does Pokemon really yeah kind of weird I could see a crossover with Pokemon and the Power Ranger Dino Zord I I mean, but the the thing is, though, with Magic the Gathering, like, there are Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards that are worth money, but Magic the Gathering has become, like, comic books. Like, people are buying the cards just to buy them. Yeah. Like, some people have probably have cards they can retire on just because they're worth so much money. So if these Doctor Who sets come out, someone's going to buy them and not even play with them. They're just yeah. going to go right they into a they're going to they're go right into a binder sleeve and just stay there. Or, and that's or it. stay unopened. Yeah. Stay unopened, yeah. Yep. All right, Charles, next on the docket, my friend. All right. Picture number seven, eight, and nine. 
Ooh, lots of pictures tonight. I like right. pictures. <laughs> I know. Your favorite books, right? Right. Um, I don't got to read. Seven. Okay, that was seven. Oh. Eight. So we're going to go eight and nine. All right. Ooh. A zombie apocalypse, and you can only choose three. Is that Grifter or Star Lord in the bottom Star left? Lord. Um, Star Lord, and then uh, what is it? Deadshot. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was tough. I. Mangodor, Hulk, Crash. I mean, you also have to. Think of what you'd have to deal with if any of them were infected, and I don't think I'd want to deal with a zombie Hulk. So he's out. Because there'd be no way to really come back from that. Um, so I'd probably go with the Flash and Batman, because, you know, Batman's super smart. And uh, Punisher. Because he has all the... Uh, I gotta go with the Flash... I gotta go with the Flash. I'm gonna go with Batman. Uh, and um, I'll go with Punisher. Wow. Okay. So <clears throat> my first question is: Is if Flash gets infected, does he still have the speed of the Flash, or is he just a faster-moving zombie? Well, my thought process is to fat his body with healing. That's true. But yeah, it would metabolize right out of it. Character. It would it would metabolize right out of his system. You could right. say the same. You technically could say the same thing about Captain America or Flash. no, you can't because Captain America took a serum. Yeah, the, but Fla the Flash America is a meta. The Flash is a meta human. Captain, Captain America, America can't get drunk because his system is constantly healing itself. Because if you want to consider it, technically, alcohol is a poison. It is. So anyway. But I think it's kind of funny because I'm definitely going Batman myself. I like Batman. I am going to take Shaw's pick and go with Dumbledore. I think Dumbledore in a zombie apocalypse would be absolutely hilarious. Got to have a magic user. But Why does Dumbledore just look like older Rick Grimes? But you guys are missing <laughs> in this picture. Obvious. <laughs> and that's our boy Rick Grimes, guys. No, I don't like Rick Grimes. Every No, you know why I don't like Rick Grimes? Because when you really watch The Walking Dead... All these people are living peaceful lives, and then Rick Grimes shows up, and all of a sudden you're being eaten by zombies. You know what? Say what you want, Ambrose. <laughs> I haven't argued with you at all this episode, but I'm going to argue with you on this one. I'm taking uh -oh. straight across the middle. I'm taking Batman, Grimes, and Dumbledore. I don't care that Dumbledore looks like an older version of Rick Grimes. Also, may I take a minute to say rest in peace to Michael, who played Dumbledore, because he did pass away this week. May he yes. <clears throat> Good call. I mean, I'm just shocked that no one else picked the Punisher because he literally has an I arsenal. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, and I'm not. I mean, I'm not against the Punisher, but I think having him on the team is just like having the Hulk on the team, where they're just gonna obliterate all the zombies, and then it's no fun after like five minutes. All the oh, so you want the risk of being bitten I, by a zombie? I, I just kind of want it to be over. Put it on veteran. <laughs> don't put it on rookie difficulty. Put it on veteran difficulty. Give me a little bit of work. No, no, I don't want any more of the zombie apocalypse than I actually need. Thank you. Well, that's right. why you got Batman. And, 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 and quick question, quick question. Does Carl come with Rick Grimes? Um, I think that's why Rick Grimes is crying in the pictures because Carl's dead. Oh, did he die? I think so. Oh. 
that picture he's dead. Or he just found out his wife was sleeping with uh, Shane. So. Oh yeah, they, everybody hated that character so much. She done got eaten. Hey, it's kind of funny. It's like <laughs> he Rick just... Grimes with the Punisher, and that would have been Rick and Shane together. <clears throat> Not saying, just saying. That was awkward silence. Okay. <laughs> My bad. Um, no, okay, it's all good, man. But and Shaw, who did you say again? Um, Flash, Hulk, Dumbledore. Okay. Yeah, I just wouldn't want to deal with a zombie Hulk. I just feel like you wouldn't be able to fight him off. But he has, but he has a healing factor too. He'd probably vomit out the, the the serum that would turn him into a zombie, and then the zombie who bit him would be like, "Don't do it." Like I've always wondered about the Hulk. Like, say Bruce Banner is walking down the street as Bruce Banner, not as Hulk, and like a giant safe falls on him, like cartoon style, mm-hmm. and. And Hulk crushes him. Yeah, Hulk, Hulk won't would... let Bruce. Hulk won't let yeah. Bruce die. But yeah. what if he doesn't even see it coming? What if the safe like just goes whap and like crushes him? Hulk can so, see it coming. Yeah. yeah so Hulk, I would yeah, say while he's dying, like and he'll be Hulk. I yeah. would have to say the situation falls pretty similar to that when in the Avengers movie, Bruce said he put a gun in his mouth and pulled the trigger, and the big guy spit it out. I think it'd be one of those instantaneous things where, as he feels it hit his head, Hulk would come out because Bruce would be scared at that point. Oh. And then I think it'd be the same thing where if Bruce knows he was infected, the Hulk would come in and the gamma radiation would kill the poison. Hmm. And we'll I mean, never it's an know. interesting train of thought. I mean, it kind of works the same way with Captain America and then the Flash. That they all have super healing ability that's kind of under the radar. How do you figure? One's a serum, one's nuclear, and one is speed force. I don't have any of them, so I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I can't, I can't answer that on a scientific level, there, Ambrose. I, I, I just, I, I'm not smart like that. I mean, I'm pretty sure if we all had Batman, we'd just be chilling in the Batcave, and Batman would just be like, "Wait till this passes over." No, I'd be looking for Catwoman <laughs> and Poison Ivy. Sorry, that, no. Where's my bat plane? <laughs> Sorry, Bruce. Damn. I'm picking up some Hunani tonight. Okay, so out of the four of us, we know who's dying first in this movie, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> happy, happy to. Let me see. What's next, Shaw? That's awkward silence. Let me see. Shaw, <laughs> what else we got going on with the docket, my friend? All right. Um, let's see. We have the Doctor Who Christmas special. Is rumored to be coming out on Saturday, November 11th. We'll see if that comes out to be true. And we have two more pictures to go 10 and 11. All right. Let's pull up 10 and 11 here. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ooh. What show would have the most successful live action series? Boondocks. I got to agree. I think Boondocks. I think just because of, I think because of the the audience that it was geared, geared towards, um, and then the animation style onto it. I don't, I don't think it's really that hard to put Boondocks into into a live action. I mean, it's a logical comedy with a structure and like classic storytelling, yeah. like basic storytelling. The rest of them have like these whimsical 
things that only a cartoon can do. I think Thundercats would be so. cool if they could do it right, but they'd have to be able to do it right. I'm gonna go Chucky Chan. Though when Chucky Chan was younger, though, like now it was kind of old. The old Chucky Chan adventures? Can we call that that? No, I mean he's a bit old to do that now. I mean. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Old Jackie Chan adventures, like the old man Jackie Chan. You have to put that he's old in there, or Jackie Chan is old adventures, something like that. Yeah, maybe. I'd still watch it. It's Jackie Chan for crying out loud. Facts. Facts. I agree on that one. I agree on that one. Let me see what else is on his list. Um. Thundercats would be cool. Like Kid I said, Thundercats, Thundercats would be cool if they can get it done right. Kiss next door. Boondocks, maybe. What's the middle bottom one? I think that's Castlevania. I think. They should be Castlevania, yeah. Hmm. I'm going with Static, I'm going with static Shot. Yeah, Static would be good, too. I'm going with Static Shot. If you did it right, if it was more comic book static shot than Saturday morning cartoon static shot, because when static shot was with Millstone Comics, oh, that static was awesome. But it's totally different static when he was, when DC bought him out and made that cartoon. Totally different yeah, static. DC didn't know what they were doing with that yeah, character. The hell they were doing with that character. No clue what they were doing with that character. Um, all right, let's move into uh, pick number 10. Mm hmm. Who's the most iconic? It's, the last picture is dark. What is that? Um, Godzilla, I think. Yes. Are we going Godzilla or are we going Ripley from uh, <laughs> Aliens? No. It's Yoda. Yoda's the most universally recognizable. Yoda, Yoda, Yoda or Joker? I was going to say Joker, probably. I mean, I'm a guy <coughs> myself. I like Marty McFly the most out of that list. So yeah, I me too. Marty. I but agree. I, guess, I mean, my secondary and probably the more popular of everybody would probably be Joker. Yeah. But my favorite would be Marty from Back to the Future. Yeah. I'm yep. with you on that. I mean, personally, that's my favorite too. But I mean, outside of the U.S. and Japan, yeah. I mean, I don't think Marty's too recognizable. Yoda and the Joker are like you could go into the Amazon rainforest and someone will know who Yoda is. Facts. You know, like uh, you could go to anywhere in, in Asia and be like, oh no, Godzilla. Yeah, we will. Yeah, I we know. Will. But I'll go but I'll go with Joker, but my personal favorite is Marty. Yep. I'm gonna say Marty, but I think probably by popular opinion it'd be Joker. All right, let's do pick number 11, guys. Fatal four-way. Mr. Miracle, Mr. Terrific, Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Freeze. Probably Reed. Reed Richards. I got Reed. I don't really know who the first two are between Miracle and then who's the other guy wearing the play jacket. So based off of my knowledge, I only know Mr. Fantastic and Mr. Freeze. Um, yeah, I would probably say Reed Richards. Yeah, I'd lean towards Reed Richards. Even though if Mr. Freeze was able to freeze the temperature enough, Freeze or Reed Richards' power would be null and void. But I, yeah. 
Yo, Reed Richards oh. looking like Paulie Walnuts from The Sopranos in that picture. It's tough, man. It's tough, man. All right. What's up? What, what else is left on the docket, Shaw? Um, last thing I got for Power Rangers, Zio, what if Billy never left? Like, what did he, if he had stuck around, what, what do you think would have happened? So you're saying if he never went to Aquatar to get rid of that, that cancer thing that he had because he had to go get that taken care of? Yeah. Well, he would have died of cancer. Yeah. I think that's the short term answer. Honestly, I think... <laughs> There's part of me that I think says he would have been a good Gold Ranger. I'm happy that they brought Austin St. John back as, as the Gold Ranger, even though his arc was not as long as I think it should have been. Um, I think for them to flip the dynamic of Jason and Tommy and then have Tommy be the leader and Jason be the, the, the sixth Ranger, um, there's something really cool about that, that, that dynamic. That being said, they should have had a better way to pay homage to Billy with as long as he was there besides just sending him off to Africar. Um, but yeah, I got to go with Ambrose. If he doesn't go and he's got that that bug or that virus in him that kills him, he dies if he doesn't leave. So, Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. All right. And the last thing, Shaw? Um, that's it, I believe. That's it? Okay. All right. Yeah. So, let's go around the room, see what everyone is doing before we get out of here tonight. Uh, what you got going on, Ando? Um, so my new job, I don't know if you guys heard, I started a new job about three weeks ago. It yes. is kicking my ass, I will say that. And then I'm also recovering because I found out about 45 minutes ago that the Cougars lost today, so I'm recovering from that as well. Shut up, Ambrose. I don't oh, no, I'm, I'm a Notre Dame fan, and they're getting their ass whooped right now, so uh, I can't say anything. Who are they playing, Louisville? Yeah. And then uh, tomorrow we got the Chiefs and Vikings. I'm going to stay home and watch that. I'm hoping to get caught up on some of the shows that you guys are watching. So if I make an appearance next week, I'm not so far behind. But, yeah, but between work and sleeping and catching up on shit, it's just been kind of a rough ride, man. So, um, again, thanks for having me. Greatly appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome, man. Yeah, my, I moved my computer to one spot, put my computer back in the same spot that it was in, and just for whatever reason, it just didn't want to wake up today. So. You're but good, that's you're all good. going on in the world of Ando, man. You good, you good, you good. And my Florida State Seminoles are actually already beat Virginia Tech 39 to 17. Um, keep, they don't keep the number Um, I'm sorry, number five. Uh, Shaw, what you got going on this week, my friend? Um, not really. Um, same old, same old this week. I mean, I'm just waiting two weeks until that Spider Man 2 drops. Already ready for that. All right, all right. Ambrose, you got anything going on this week, my friend? Yeah, and I meant to say last week, but I forgot. Uh, I did a book review, if you want to check it out, on www.geeknewsnow.net on a book called Guardian Into Light of Day. Uh, it's by author J.L. Meredith. It's his first um, book. Uh, I thought it was a very good story. Uh, I have an honest review up there. It wasn't without its flaws, but uh, it's definitely worth a read if anyone wants to check it out. Um, my review, again, is at www.geeknewsnow.net. And this week, I'm writing up a review of the new Haunted Mansion movie. So I should have that out by Monday or Tuesday. And um, other than that, just, you know, maybe on Monday, if you're topics on the sports report are uh 
something I can contribute to, I might appear on there. Depends on depends on what I you guys are talking about. Down for that as well. If you need another body. All right, all right, gentlemen. Oh, of course, anytime, anytime. Well, what do you got going on? Nobody's asked you. What do you got going on? What? I'm about to say. Um, Getting caught up on a lot of Pokemon stuff. I got some stuff in Andy doing Pokemon Scarlet and Violet with the new uh, DLC that's running through. I need to catch up, get some more items, um, do a little bit more shiny hunting. Um, and Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links has Rush Duel out now. So um, I'm planning a whole new world in Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. And so far, while there's not a whole lot of strategy to Rush Duel, um, and Shaw would sort of kind of know what I'm talking about, while there's not a whole lot of strategy to it, it's still been fun. Um, Shaw, you can get up to five. You, your first hand, your open hand is five cards, and you have to keep five cards in your hands at all times. Um, there's no main phase two in Rush Duel. Yep. So, I, you know, I'm having I, fun. I understand, I understand the game, but there's just no strategy. And right now, because the game is new, there's really no metal or really any traps. And farming characters is just incredibly hard. So, um, but I'm getting the hang of it, and I'm, I'm I'm liking what I see so far from it. I would also like to say that I did my due diligence as a father this year and took the kid to see the Paw Patrol Mighty Pups movie. There you go. And um, well, the kid was happy. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, it honestly wasn't about me. The kid, it was the kid's first time at the movies, and she had a blast. So that there was a uh, that was definitely uh, it was it was def- it was a good night for me to just to watch her. You know, just flip out at how big the Paw Patrol were on screen. Paw Patrol, baby, Paw Patrol. All right. If there's nothing else, I want to say thank you for everybody coming through. We do appreciate you. Um, everyone have a great week. Have a safe week. We'll see you again next week, hopefully with a, a whole full crew. Hopefully we get the ladies back with us. We'll get um, – we Yeah, at least get, Diamond. Yeah. Yeah, we we'll gotta bring Janae in too, man. Stop hating. Stop hating on Janae, man. <laughs> hating on Janae, man. You need to stop that hate. Even though Janae's gonna not let me live down that Washington State loss today, so okay. <laughs> and if there's nothing else, I want to say thank you again, to everybody in the chat. Thank you for everybody who joined us tonight. We'll see you again next week, back and better than ever, right here on the Geek on the Podcast. Do you want to have a good week? Have a safe week, and take care. All kidding aside.